Today is September 24th. This is Verses in Flow. I'm Jennifer. Welcome in. Welcome back on this beautiful day that the Lord has made. It's Sunday. Y'all going to church? Did y'all go to church? How y'all feeling today? I am feeling amazing. We have such a beautiful lineup of scriptures today. Some of my favorites are in our passages and probably yours too. We have the scripture about God doing a new thing in Isaiah and in Ephesians, there's the scripture about knowing the dimensions and boundlessness of God's love so that we can experience the fullness of relationship, intimacy, and connection with Him. Oh, I love it so much. I love all of these scriptures so much. And I want to explore it with you today. When I tell y'all this reading is so good, I listened to it like three times because I really wanted it to soak into my spirit before I came here. And there are so many beautiful truths and ideas that we can form around these truths to inform our mindsets, to take to heart, and let the Spirit of God just minister to us through the combination of the Word itself and the revelation we receive from the Word to lean into as we move into and through this week. But I can't. I can't do a commentary. I cannot explore this with you today because I am up against a tight deadline with a project that is well, well overdue. And I'm going to share more about that at the end because I have a lot of shame around that situation. Yes, shame. And if you've ever felt shame, then you know just how oppressive, corrosive, and constrictive it can be. And so I am, I'm going to be vulnerable here to antagonize that shame and bring it to light and to invite you into that space of vulnerability with me because that's where freedom, harmony, unity, and the soft space of our shared humanity is. If I can be confident enough to share my struggles with you, if I can be courageous enough to let you in, then perhaps you can find the courage to share yours with whomever it is in your life that would benefit from you admitting that you're not perfect perfect, that you don't have it all together, that you've made a mistake, that you had a hard time owning that mistake, but you want to take responsibility because there are things that you could do better, that you have areas for growth and improvement. Okay. Okay. So that's not what I was planning on saying to you on this year's Sunday, but it's what I got. And I trust God that these words landed exactly where they were supposed to land. This journey that I am on right now with y'all man, I know, I know that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing right now, but the nature of this journey and how it is transforming me and pushing and pressing me out of all of my comfortable places, ooh, this is not for the weak or the weary growth and healing happens beyond the edges and boundaries of our complacency and comfort. I know that. I'm going to say that again. Growth and healing happen beyond the edges and boundaries of our complacency and comfort. Wow. We have to go there in order to experience the fullness of life and all the beauty and bounty and blessings that God has laid out for us. And I want it all. I want it all. I told y'all, I don't know how many times this year, that if it's from God, I don't want to miss it. And if it ain't from Him, I don't want it at all. I want everything God has for me. 
I don't always want to do what it takes to get it because I'm scared of what it's going to require of me. But doggone it, I want it more than I fear it. So this week, let's take on the challenge. Would y'all take on the challenge of walking beyond our comfort zones and exploring the depths of our stories and inviting God in to produce healing, restoration, wholeness, renewal, courage, strength, bravery, and boldness, or whatever else you need. Would y'all take on that challenge with me? Let's walk into the place where we feel broken or we feel ashamed, even if we got to walk slowly and if we are crying crawling into that place. Let's admit it. Let's tell that truth and know that God is already there. He goes before us into those places to make a way for us to become new. There is healing in the truth. And the only way through is through self-awareness and admission of where we are right now. Okay. All right. So we're reading from a new translation this week. That's what we do every Sunday. It's the Holman Christian Standard Bible. And when we get into Isaiah and y'all see how he brings truth into all of what I've just said, when he relays the word of God, this is what he says. See, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. Now, in context, and we are going to get to this reading, I promise, but in context, he was talking about the Israelites' deliverance from Egypt and telling them not to get stuck or hung up on that. Yeah, your deliverance from Egypt, that was great. What idea for your great great grandmama them? That was incredible. But wait till you see what I'm about to do for you when I bring y'all up out of this here captivity. This new thing that I'm doing, please, the future I have planned for you is going to blow your mind. And let's just think about that for a moment. A roadway carved out and made by God, not through our own human efforts, but by divine intervention for us to be able to traverse the seemingly impossible. It is so encouraging and reassuring to know that we are not alone on our paths, even when it doesn't seem that way. And just like God carved a pathway in the wilderness, we too can carve pathways of connection with Him by intentionally deepening our relationship with Him in the secret places and exploring new ways of connecting with other believers. And that is our connection to the New Testament with all of the conversation that Paul is having about unity and harmony in the body of Christ. We have to embrace vulnerability. We have to cultivate trust in relationships. Make some friends. Yeah, I know they hurt you. I know that you've experienced betrayal and deception and they were talking about you behind your back, but everybody's not like that. Make some new friends. Be open. It's okay. We can break free from old cycles of disconnection and isolation and hardness of our hearts and discover joy unspeakable when we lean into holy connection, intimacy, and relationship with God. Because our relationship with God is going to give us the faith, the confidence, the trust, the discernment, the awareness, the wherewithal, whatever it is that we need to know that it's okay to let somebody else in. He created us for relationship with others. Okay. That is enough. 
And because I've said so much, I'm going to have to tell y'all about my other story tomorrow. The story that I was going to tell y'all about why I had so much shame. I got to say it. I got to save it for another episode. I know what I said up top, but I didn't know that me just trying to prep y'all for what I was going to share was going to take all of this. Let's get going. Growing and flowing in these verses. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 14 through chapter 45, verse 10. Holman Christian Standard Bible. God's deliverance of rebellious Israel. This is what the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel says, Because of you I will send to Babylon and bring all of them as fugitives, even the Chaldeans and the ships in which they rejoice. I am Yahweh, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. This is what the Lord says, who makes a way in the sea and a path through surging waters, who brings out the chariot and horse, the army and the mighty one together. They lie down, they do not rise again, They are extinguished, quenched like a wick. Do not remember the past events. Pay no attention to things of old. Look, I am about to do something new. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. The animals of the field will honor me, jackals and ostriches, because I provide water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my chosen people. The people I formed for myself will declare my praise. But Jacob, you have not called on me because Israel, you have become weary of me. You have not brought me your sheep for burnt offerings or honored me with your sacrifices. I have not burdened you with offerings or wearied you with incense. You have not bought me aromatic cane with silver or satisfied me with the fat of your sacrifices. But you have burdened me with your sin You have wearied me with your iniquities. It is I who sweep away your transgressions for my own sake and remember your sins no more. Take me to court. Let us argue our case together. State your case so that you may be vindicated. Your first father sinned and your mediators have rebelled against me. So I defiled the officers of the sanctuary and set Jacob apart for destruction and Israel for abuse. Spiritual Blessing And now, listen, Jacob, my servant, Israel, whom I have chosen. This is the word of the Lord, your maker who formed you from the womb. He will help you. Do not fear. Jacob is my servant. I have chosen Jeshurun, for I will pour water on the thirsty land and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your descendants and my blessing on your offspring. They will sprout among the grass like poplars by flowing streams. This one will say, I am the lords, another one will call himself by the name of Jacob. Still another will write on his hand, the lords, and name himself by the name of Israel. No God other than Yahweh. This is what the Lord, the King of Israel, and its Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, says, I am the first and I am the last. There is no God but me. Who, like me, can announce the future? Let him say so and make a case before me, since I have established an ancient people. Let these gods declare the coming things and what will take place. Do not be startled or afraid. Have I not told you and declared it long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any God but me? There is no other rock. I do not know any. All who make idols are nothing, and what they treasure does not profit. Their witnesses do not see or know anything, so they will be put to shame. 
who makes a god or casts a metal image for no profit? Look, all its worshippers will be put to shame and the craftsmen are humans. They all will assemble and stand. They all will be startled and put to shame. The iron worker labors over the coals, shapes the idol with hammers and works it with his strong arms. Also, he grows hungry and his strength fails. He doesn't drink water and is faint. The woodworker stretches out a measuring line. He outlines it with a stylus. He shapes it with chisels and outlines it with a compass. He makes it according to a human likeness, like a beautiful person to dwell in a temple. He cuts down cedars for his use, or he takes a cypress or an oak. He lets it grow strong among the trees of the forest. He plants a laurel and the rain makes it grow. It serves as fuel for man. He takes some of it and warms himself. Also, he kindles a fire and bakes bread. He even makes it into a god and worships it. He makes an idol from it and bows down to it. He burns half of it in a fire and he roasts meat on that half. He eats the roast and is satisfied. He warms himself and says, ah, I am warm. I see the blaze. He makes a god or his idol with the rest of it. He bows down to it and worships. He prays to it. Save me for you are my God. Such people do not comprehend and cannot understand for he has shut their eyes so they cannot see and their minds so they cannot understand. No one reflects. No one has the perception or insight to say, I burned half of it in the fire. I also baked bread on its coals. I roasted meat and ate. I will make something detestable with the rest of it and I will bow down to a block of wood. He feeds on ashes. His deceived mind has led him astray and he cannot deliver himself or say, isn't there a lie in my right hand? Remember these things, Jacob and Israel, for you are my servant. I formed you. You are my servant. Israel, you will never be forgotten by me. I have swept away your transgressions like a cloud and your sins like a mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. Rejoice, heavens, for the Lord has acted. Shout, depths of the earth. Break out into singing, mountains, forest, and every tree in it. For the Lord has redeemed Jacob and glorifies himself through Israel. Restoration of Israel through Cyrus. This is what the Lord, your Redeemer, who formed you from the womb, says. I am Yahweh, who made everything, who stretched out the heavens by myself, who alone spread out the earth, who destroys the omens of the false prophets and makes fools of diviners, who confounds the wise and makes their knowledge foolishness, who confirms the message of his servants and fulfills the counsel of his messengers, who says to Jerusalem, she will be inhabited, and to the cities of Judah, they will be re- rebuilt, and I will restore her ruins, who says to the depths of the sea, be dry, and I will dry up your rivers, who says to Cyrus, my shepherd, he will fulfill all my pleasure, and says to Jerusalem, she will be rebuilt, and of the temple, its foundation will be laid. The Lord says this to Cyrus, his anointed, whose right hand I have grasped to subdue nations before him, to disarm kings, to open the doors before him, and the gates will not be shut. I will go before you and level the uneven places. I will shatter the bronze doors and cut the iron bars in two. I will give you the treasures of darkness and riches from secret places, so that you may know that I, Yahweh, the God of Israel, 
will call you by your name. I call you by your name because of Jacob, my servant, and Israel, my chosen one. I give a name to you, though you do not know me. I am Yahweh, and there is no other. There is no God but me. I will strengthen you, though you do not know me, so that all may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there is no one but me. I am Yahweh, and there is no other. I form light and create darkness. I make success and create disaster. I, Yahweh, do all these things. Heaven, sprinkle from above and let the skies shower righteousness. Let the earth open up so that salvation will sprout and righteousness will spring up with it. I, Yahweh, have created it. Woe to the one who argues with his maker, one clay pot among many. Does clay say to the one forming it, what are you making? Or does your work say he has no hands? How absurd is the one who says to his father, what are you fathering? Or to his mother, what are you giving birth to? Ephesians chapter 3, Paul's ministry to the Gentiles. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, on behalf of you Gentiles, you have heard, haven't you, about the administration of God's grace that he gave to me for you? The mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I have briefly written above. By reading this, you are able to understand my insight about the mystery of the Messiah. This was not made known to people in other generations, as it is now revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. The Gentiles are co-heirs, members of the same body and partners of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. I was made a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace that was given to me by the working of his power. This grace was given to me, the least of all the saints, to proclaim to the Gentiles the incalculable riches of the Messiah and to shed light for all about the administration of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. This is so God's multifaceted wisdom may now be made known through the church to the rulers and authorities and the heavens. This is according to his eternal purpose accomplished in the Messiah, Jesus our Lord. In him, we have boldness and confident access through faith in him. So then, I ask you not to be discouraged over my afflictions on your behalf, for they are your glory. Prayer for spiritual power. For this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. I pray that he may grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power in the inner man through his spirit, and that the Messiah may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width height and depth of God's love and to know the Messiah's love that surpasses knowledge so you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Psalm 68 verses 1 through 18.
God's majestic power. For the choir director, a Davidic psalm, a song. God arises, his enemies scatter, and those who hate him flee from his presence. As smoke is blown away, so you blow them away. As wax melts before the fire, so the wicked are destroyed before God. But the righteous are glad. They rejoice before God and celebrate with joy. Sing to God, sing praises to his name, exalt him who rides on the clouds. His name is Yahweh, and rejoice before him. God in his holy dwelling is the father of the fatherless and a champion of widows. God provides homes for those who are deserted. He leads out the prisoners to prosperity, but the rebellious live in a scorched land. God, when you went out before your people, when you marched through the desert, Salah, the earth trembled and the skies poured down rain before God, the God of Sinai, before God, the God of Israel. You, God, showered abundant rain. You revived your inheritance when it languished. Your people settled in it. God, you provided for the poor by your goodness. The Lord gave the command. A great company of women brought the good news. The kings of the armies flee. They flee. She who stays at home divides the spoil. While you lie among the sheepfolds, the wings of a dove are covered with silver and its feathers with glistening gold. When the Almighty scattered kings in the land, it snowed on Zalmon. Mount Bashan is God's towering mountain. Mount Bashan is a mountain of many peaks. Why gaze with envy, you mountain peaks, at the mountain God desired for his dwelling? The Lord will live there forever. God's chariots are tens of thousands, thousands and thousands. The Lord is among them in the sanctuary as he was at Sinai. You ascended to the heights, taking away captives. You received gifts from people, even from the rebellious, so that the Lord God might live there. Proverbs 24, 1 and 2. Don't envy evil men or desire to be with them, for their hearts plan violence and their words stir up trouble. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you with hearts full of gratitude and awe. We thank you for the living word that speaks to us even now, bringing comfort, guidance, and transformation to our lives. Lord, you are constantly at work doing new and marvelous things in our midst. Lord, we just praise you for making a way in the wilderness and bringing refreshing streams to the dry places in our lives. Your boundless love, it just, it overwhelms us, God. It surpasses our understanding and it fills us with your divine fullness, which is a fullness that compares to no other fullness or no other fullness can compare to that feeling. Lord, we stand in awe of our Messiah, Jesus, who reveals God the Father, the one who holds all creation in his hands. He is the head of the church. He is our hope of glory, and we find our purpose, our destiny, and our identity in him. Lord, we humbly acknowledge our imperfections, our flaws, our failures, our shortcomings. We confess 
that we make so many mistakes and at times we have allowed shame and fear to hold us captive. Lord, we just ask for your forgiveness, knowing that your grace is overflowing and your healing is available to us. Help us to be honest and vulnerable, not just with others, but also with you, with ourselves. Guide us as we step out of our comfort zones. Take us by the hand and help us to explore our stories, the scary parts of our stories, the parts that we don't want to go back into. Teach us to invite you into the places where we feel broken or ashamed, trusting that you are already there, ready to bring restoration and redemption. Lord, we declare that you alone are the one true God the creator of heaven and earth. There is no other like you, no other rock on which we can stand, no other source of salvation. You reign with sovereignty over all things and we find comfort in knowing that you have a perfect plan and purpose for our lives. Lord, we hold fast to your promises. We are holding on tight, gripping them with all that we have, knowing that you are faithful to fulfill them. Lord, we pray for your presence. Lord, we pray for you to just dwell among us, dwell within us, be with us every step of our journey. Fill us with your power, your peace, and your joy as we walk in your eternal hope. May we radiate and illuminate your love to those around us. Use us as instruments, as vessels for your glory. Lord, help us to do your will in the world. We are available. Your servants are here. We are listening. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And all the people of God said together, amen. And our affirmation. Mm. When I share my words, I share my light. When I share my words, I share my light and our aphorism. The man who thinks he can live without others is mistaken. The one who thinks others can't live without him is even more deluded. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for being on this sacred sojourn with me. You belong here and we belong together on this journey. I love you. And if God says the same, I'll be right here tomorrow waiting for you.